Hello, and welcome back to Leadership Stuff. This is Micah, Pastor Tim's youngest son, and I've been helping my dad with the production of this podcast. Leadership Stuff is created for pastors, ministers, and spiritual leaders who are actively involved in ministry. I'm glad to be with you again here on Leadership Stuff. This is part two of our discussion with Pastor Alan DeChunkin on the subject of discipleship. Let me remind you a little bit about Pastor Alan. He is the co-founder and senior pastor of Life Connection Church, Kuwait, and he is the vice president of Life Connection Ministry International. Pastor Alan and I began this ministry 12 years ago with 22 people. Now today, LCC Kuwait is a multi-congregational church that has 25 services a weekend throughout Kuwait. Furthermore, we have 20 plus LCC congregations outside of Kuwait and many other churches who have joined our network for encouragement and support. Pastor Allen, as I said last week, is my dear friend, co-labor in ministry, a respected leader throughout the nations and a precious son in ministry. I have been honored and blessed to walk alongside of this man. Alan is deeply in love with the Lord, he is passionate about reaching out to the lost, and he is committed to seeing God's people fulfill their purpose in the Lord. Pastor Alan and I are very passionate about this subject. We not only teach the truths that we are discussing, but we also practice them in our own lives. God has called us to be disciples and to make disciples. So when we sat down together last fall, we wanted to discuss the basics of discipleship for our own leaders, for our upcoming leaders, and other churches that have contacted us for more information about discipleship. In our meeting together, we talked about what is a disciple, how do you make a disciple, what is the cost of discipleship, and how to be a fruitful disciple. In this episode of Leadership Stuff, I will pick up with where we left off in part one of my discussion with Pastor Allen. Again, in this episode, we will combine two of our short sessions. We'll begin with the cost of discipleship and then close out with how to be a fruitful disciple. If you did not listen to part one of this interview, I encourage you to push the pause button and go back to part one before listening to this session. We pray that you will be blessed encouraged, and challenged to fulfill the Great Commission through the multiplication of disciples. Discipleship is a very serious business. Discipleship without a cause is not true discipleship. I want to read a passage from the scripture. Jesus himself is the one who challenges his disciple. In Luke chapter 14, verse 27 to 28, Jesus said, And whoever does not bear his cross and come after me cannot be my disciple. For which of you intending to build a tower does not sit down first and count the cost, whether he has enough to finish it. So Big Dad, based on your 50 years experience of pastoring, being a missionary, 
in different parts of the world. What is the cause of discipleship? Well, that passage you read about taking up their cross daily in order to follow Christ Jesus. Mm -hmm. I think the thing we need to understand first is that their cross is not a burden imposed upon them. Yes, yes. But it was something that the disciples of Jesus willingly undertake for the sake of the gospel. Yes, Jesus said that my yoke is easy and my burden is light. Correct. And God comes first in their lives. Yeah. Before consideration of self or even of others. Mm-hmm. No, nothing else matters above him yeah. in their lives. But I want to just give those that are listening to us today some preconditions of biblical uh, discipleship and yeah. really the cost of discipleship. Yeah, yeah. And, and if uh, if we will learn these things, we will learn the value of discipleship. Exactly. Because everything that is valuable costs something. Costs something. Exactly. Mm-hmm. We talk about salvation being a free gift. Yeah. For us. <laughs> right. But, but it not to Jesus. Jesus. It costs and Jesus. Not the life. Father. Right. Yes. So the first thing I want to mention in. The cost of discipleship is it costs us faithfulness. Yes. The ultimate goal in all discipleship is to produce the character quality of faithfulness. Right. Jesus is looking for those who are faithful. Yeah. And so if I'm going to be a disciple or I'm going to make a disciple, what I'm looking for and what God is looking for in us Mm -hmm. is that of faithfulness. Will we be faithful? Yes. The second thing that I, I notice is that loving Jesus and putting, putting him first. Mm-hmm. Matthew 6.33. Yes. Seek first the kingdom, the kingdom of God, of God yeah. and his righteousness. And then all oh, these things yes. shall be added to you. This means living lives according to his will. Yeah. That means obedience in yes. all things. Right. So right. the cost is... Putting Jesus first. Yes, just like the Apostle Paul. Exactly. He said that the love of Christ compels me. That is his motivation. Exactly. Number one motivation. Number one. That's why he's willing to die for Jesus Christ. It certainly wasn't money. No. <laughs> the love of Jesus yes. Christ that, that changed, transformed his life. Amen. Mm-hmm. The third thing I note is in the cost is a willingness to give of ourselves sacrificially. That's big. Ooh. <laughs> That to grow to into spiritual maturity will demand a sacrifice of our time, our strength, and unfortunately, sometimes our relationships. Yeah. See, God has a personal discipleship program for each one of us. Yeah. It, it's not cookie cutter. Right, right. You know, how, how we yeah. work together right, right. was designed by God for us. Yes, but we are unique. Yes. Yeah, we are unique individual. Exactly. We have a different personality. Exactly. And also culture, but we were we were able to work it out by the grace of God. Exactly. And by the power, you know, and guidance of the Holy Spirit within us. And we honored each other for where we're at. Yes. And yes. we didn't say, yes. here's one size fits all." No, no. <laughs> it it requires us to be able to. Yeah. To understand that that's not God's discipleship program. Right. He wants us to yield our lives over to his program so right. that we will be transformed in the likeness of Jesus Christ. Yes, yes. We imitate Christ. Exactly. Yeah, again, Paul is a classic example. He said, 
follow me as I follow Christ or imitate me Correct. as we as I imitate Christ. Correct. So we imitate Christ. The fourth thing that comes to my mind in this not only sacrifice mm-hmm. in every area of life. Yeah. But a spiritual hunger. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, it implies a desire to grow spiritually and to be used to God. See if 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 I'm only focused on me and my world and mm-hmm. my problems, yeah, uh, I won't I won't be a good disciple. Right, right. Uh, a decide, you know, that cost means there's a hunger for me, right. in me that can't be fixed with the stuff of this world. Yeah, can't be satisfied. Yeah. Uh, you know, if you're hungry, yeah. you want to eat to get satisfied. Right, right. If I'm really spiritually hungry. Yeah. For the Lord, I, I'm not satisfied with this world. I'm not satisfied with this stuff. Right. And so, a real disciple and one that is growing in the Lord, there has to be a spiritual hunger. Yeah, Jesus said that blessed are the poor in spirit. Yes. For they shall be filled. That's exactly See, right. See, I grew up in poverty. Yep. And I knew exactly what you are talking about. Yep. Exactly. If you are a hungry boy, no food in the table. Right. You will do everything right. to find food. That's why at early stage, I, I learned how to work, you know, going to the street, selling buns and bread exactly. in the morning, 4 a.m., in order for me to survive, in order for me to have food on our table, help my, my parents at early stage, make That's my own right. money. Same thing in the spiritual realm. Yes. We, we need to uh, allow the Holy Spirit to create that spiritual hunger. Correct. For the Lord, His presence and and His Word, Indeed. we cannot do that. No, men cannot do that. Only the Holy Spirit of the Living God That's by right. pointing them to Jesus. Because when they taste the goodness of the Lord, the Bible says, "Taste and see the that Lord the Lord is, is good." good. Because right. the more that you will taste the goodness of His presence, the more that you will be drawn unto Him, and you'll experience it personally in your life. Yes. And the last one of the five that I wanted to mention is. A teachable attitude. Yeah. 2 Timothy 2.15. That's very important. You know, it it shows that we're willing to submit to the authority of God. If I'm yeah. teachable, yeah. you know, when I when you first approached me to disciple you, yeah. uh, I asked you to do a hard thing. I mm-hmm. said, lay down all of your preconceived ideas. Right. Put your books down. Put all your classes yeah. down for a minute. Not that they're not valuable and that you're not going to go back to those. Mm-hmm. But that we're going to start from ground zero. Yeah. At first, I don't understand that. I struggle. I think, what in the world that this pastor asking me, right. you know, to set aside, put on the shelves, all the things that I have learned, you know, the training. I went through a lot of evangelistic yeah. training that right. I can grab right. from the church, you know, from people, from right. seminar, conference. And he's asking me to uh, lay down, set aside. But because I am hungry yep. and I am willing to learn, you know, I, I submit and I don't regret that. Now I grow. Exactly. And actually, you don't ask me to forget. No, no, no. I'm still using them now. No, no, no. Those trainings. Right. Mm-hmm. No, you, you had valuable training. But for us to begin, we yeah. had to start together. Yes. And we had to be able to grow together. Right. And so we literally... <laughs> went back and started through some simple steps yeah so that we might learn together and grow together in that process yeah, kindergarten exactly <laughs> christianity i used to tell you that it's like <laughs> kindergarten christianity yes and 
So discipleship is costly. Mm -hmm. It costs us to be faithful, right. loving Jesus and putting him first, mm -hmm. a willingness to give ourselves sacrificially. And I think that's probably the most difficult area. Right. And but being also, teachable. And being teachable and that spiritual hunger. Right. So I challenge you as a disciple and a discipler, count the cost. Jesus told us to count the cost before we followed him. And we have to be willing to take up that cross. Right. And follow him. And follow him. That's our decision. Right. But great is the reward. Amen. The joy of being a child of God. The joy of being a disciple of Jesus Christ. And a disciple maker. That's right. Seeing people coming to the saving grace and knowledge of Jesus That's Christ. Right. Seeing people changed and transformed by the power of the word and the Holy Spirit. Seeing them serving Christ, yes. you know, and seeing them blessed, honored by Christ, That's promoted right. by Christ, That's and right. giving them power and influence to pray for people, heal the sick, cast out devils, you know, and, and be a channel of blessing to this world. There is a sacrifice, but let me tell you, the reward is far greater. Amen. I challenge you, consider the cost, and then move forward. Make disciples and be a disciple. We will now close out my discussion with Pastor Allen by talking about what it takes to be a fruitful disciple. Welcome back to our discipleship training video. And uh, this is number four Yes. in this series. We talked about what is a disciple. Right. How do you make a disciple? Yes. The what cost. is the cost of being a disciple? And today we want to talk about how to be a fruitful disciple. Uh, I think all of us, Pastor Allen, want to be effective. Yes. And uh, so... If we're going to make disciples, we want to feel as though we are being effective at doing that. Yes. Uh, and God wants us to be that way. Yes. Uh, he made us. He made us. To be fruitful. To be fruitful. In mm -hmm. fact, in John 15, where you're going to talk to us from today, he talks about that, that we're to bear fruit, much mm -hmm. fruit, and more fruit. And fruit that and will fruit remain. And fruit that will remain. Yeah. So, obviously, not only do we want to be fruitful, but we want fruit that last yes so how do we become a fruitful disciple in the world we live in today yeah based on john chapter 15 uh, jesus said that he is the vine and we are the branches yes let me read from uh, verse 5 okay to verse 10 john chapter 15 verse 5 to verse 10 jesus said i am the vine you are the branches he who abides in me and i in him Verse much fruit, for without me you can do nothing. If anyone does not abide in me, he is cast out as a branch, and is withered. And they gather them and throw them into the fire, and they are burned. If you abide in me and my words abide in you, you will ask what you desire, and it shall be done for you. By this my Father is glorified, that you bear much fruit, so you will be my disciples. As the Father loved me, I also have loved you. Abide in my love. 
If you keep my commandments, you will abide in my love, just as I have kept my Father's commandments and abide in His love. So, the key to a fruitful life, you know, is abiding in Christ. That we need to cultivate our relationship with Christ daily, every day, every hour, every moment. We need to constantly be aware of the presence of, of Christ. And how to do that? We need to spend time with Him, quality time. And that is big, and that is hard and difficult nowadays in our generation, in this techno generation. Yeah. You know, there are a lot of distractions. Cell phone, you know, television, YouTube, entertainment, sports. All of these things, you know, are distraction in our lives as believers, as followers, as disciples of Jesus Christ. If we will not manage our time, you know, we can use this for His glory. Sure. Right? And we do. Yes, and we do. Uh, so the key is spending time with God, spending time with Christ daily. We need to set a schedule, a specific schedule, you know, a date, yeah. a date with Christ. Exactly. Just like, you know, a young man and a young woman, you know, a young man is, is, is very excited to set a date, you know, to ask for a date. And every spare moment? Yes, to his loved one. Yes. Yes. Yeah, so first, you need to have a devoted time with Christ. You, you need to pray and read the word, listen to his voice, you know, and enjoy that relationship. And that's a big challenge here in the part of the world we're in today, yes. the Middle East. All of our uh, people, people in our church are, are busy. very busy people. They are all working. Minimum work week here is 48 hours. Not true in the U.S., right. it's 40 hours. Right. But here in Kuwait, it's 48 hours. Yes. And but most people work 50, 60 or more right. hours a week. Yes, 12 to 14 hours a day because they, the, the companies, most of the companies here in Kuwait, they lack staff. Exactly. You, you people are just working and serving. So they, they demand overtime most of the time. And, and then they're involved in their services. Right. They're involved in their connection groups. groups. Yes. They're involved in, alpha, in alphas, discipleship, training. all these kind of things. Right. So if we don't carve out time every day, what yeah. you're saying, yeah, we're going to die. It's interesting, Pastor Allen mm -hmm. here, he gives a the example of the vine. Yes. So how is that mm -hmm. like being, abiding in Christ, yes. the vine and all, the branch? So, so, so the vine is, is the source. Yeah. It's the source of life. It's the source of nourishment, of authority, of, of power. Yeah. See, he said that I am the vine, you are the branches. Right. See, the, the, the branches, yeah. they, cannot, they cannot produce their own fruits. He said, uh, if you are separated from me, right. you will not abide in me. Right. You see, just like the branch that is separated, cut off from the source, the, the, the vine, right. cannot produce fruit. Because the role of the vine is to carry fruits. We are just carriers of fruits. The Holy Spirit of the living God, the Spirit of Christ, is the one who is producing fruit when we abide in Him. When, when we you know, communicate, when we pray, you know, when we commune, when we build that close, intimate relationship. Mm. So he is the one who produces the fruits of the Holy Spirit. You know, he's the one who is cultivating 
that that agape divine love you know so when we talk to people about uh, abiding in Christ or discipling whatever we tell them that look if you're dying spiritually mm. you won't be able to be fruitful no 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 there's no way yes that you must continually feed spiritually yes because we're not again we're not pointing people to ourselves yes we point them to Christ and so we have to have that intimate relationship yes we want them to get connected with Christ because ultimately the Lord Jesus Christ is the one who is changing them transforming them strengthening them in the inner man through the Holy Spirit he said he said here you know in verse 9 and then very interesting he said as the father loved me yeah see I also love you, right. the disciples, we, the disciple of Jesus Christ. So right. he said, abide in my love. Right. Basically, he's saying, the Father and I have a strong relationship. That's right. The Father loves me. I love him. We love each other, you know, because God is one and God is love. See, that's why this is the number one characteristic of God, which right. is love. Correct. So based on that loving relationship, he wants his disciple to enjoy that kind of love, that that loving relationship. Mm -hmm. And he wants them to remain in that love. And then how to remain? That is to abide, to dwell, to, to remain with Christ, to constantly think about Christ, constantly think about his love, his purpose, you know, and leave it out. Yes. And, and share it to others. Correct. See, he wants to cultivate that loving relationship with his disciples. That is what we are doing. We, we are cultivating that loving relationship by spending time with each other through a coffee shop through a a teaching like this you know yeah. through through living out together right. you know living life together right. you know uh, we need to be creative in this kind of relationship and right. we need to be committed right Correct. creative and committed is very very important just like my disciples they are disciples of Jesus Christ but i call them disciples my disciples because they entrusted them to me right. we, we do life together exactly. we play ball we play basketball uh, we go to restaurant together into the the, the airport together yep. Yep. visit them when they have a special event in their lives birthday baby dedication you know we go to wedding together we do church together we live out life together Right. See, so that the first key, you know, building relationship with Jesus Christ, you know, that is how to become fruitful. And there is no other way. No substitute. No, no. And, and then uh, allow the Holy Spirit. Don't be afraid with the Holy Spirit. He is gentle. He is loving. Amen. He is caring. He is kind. He is good. So allow the Holy Spirit to change our hearts, to mold our character, basically to cultivate the fruits that we will be more loving more joyful and peaceful kind and good person for me that is big because i uh, my background i am a form a former prodigal a, yeah. a gangster right. a, a a gang leader right. you know I, I am rap i i live in the street Correct. i hate people i hurt people they hurt me you know that is for me that is big that's why i am drawn with the lord jesus christ because i know that he is the only person that can change and transform my life I'm not perfect yet. There are a lot of things to be changed in my life. I'm, I'm still in, you know, process. in process, right? But I, I, I love it. Yeah. I, I love it. I love the process. Yeah. And, and you know, the, the interesting thing is we can't sit around and 
Produce fruit. Produce fruit. We're going to do that in our own place, no, in our own no. strength. No. Just like you're saying, that has to, first, as we're abiding with Christ, yeah, right. and the work, the, the nourishment of that, the Holy Spirit, right. Working through us, yes. Then the fruit will come forth. Yes, and in we our need life and in the lives yes, of others. Yes, and and we need the help of others. Oh yeah. You see, yeah, we need to abide in Christ. Exactly. We need to allow the presence and the power, the fruits of the Holy Spirit, yes. to be cultivated in our hearts. Yes. But also, we need we need a matured discipler, a matured matured believer, Christians. You know, who have experienced, you know, the presence of Christ, experienced ups and downs in his life, all of these trials and troubles, you know, and he can help us. Just like me when I'm starting, you know, a pastoring Life Connection Church because I, I ask you to disciple me and we agree on that and you help me. So I avoid many mistakes along the way. Because of your experience that you shared with me, Alan, don't do that. Don't 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 walk that road. You don't travel that road. I, I I knew it. I went there. I experienced it. So it helps me a lot, you know, to avoid all of this spiritual trap that the enemy is trying to booby trap. You know, trying to put on our road, our way. So it's we need somebody, someone, a mature believer. Yeah. Who will mentor we us, the young believer? Three relationships, don't right? about a Paul in our life that experienced an older uh, in maturity who is pouring into our life, right. a Barnabas who comes alongside yes, and yes. walks with us, and a Timothy, and a Timothy who right. we're pouring into yes. in the discipling relationship. But all of this, all of this, apart from the abiding in the vine, yeah. is just flesh production. Mm -hmm. And we want to encourage you today that you can be a fruitful multiplier. It, that's Christ's desire for you. That's his heart for you, that you be fruitful. Yes. And we can have fruit that remains. But it begins with us being connected to the vine right. every day, abiding in him, yeah. relying on the Holy Spirit, right. encouraged by others, being mentored by others and encouraged by others too to move forward in this, and God will make you a fruitful multiplier. Amen. So we trust today that you will abide in the vine, yes. rest in Him, yes. fill your heart with Him today, meditate on His Word. We talk about that a lot, meditation, the importance of just really yeah. pondering the Word of God throughout the day. That's one thing we can do. Right. Be in His Word regularly, as Pastor Alan talked about, on a daily basis, you have a time set aside yeah. that you're refreshing, restoring. Right. I know you get so tired at times. I get so tired at times. Mm -hmm. The only thing we can do is retreat mm -hmm. and refresh in Him. Yes. Otherwise, just, just like Jesus. Uh, yeah, exactly. Spending time with the Father exactly. when He is here on earth. Exactly. Mm -hmm. So we encourage you today, abide in Him. Amen. And let His fruit come through you and your ministry as you reach out to disciple others. God bless you and thank you for joining us in this series. Go and be fruitful multipliers. God bless you. Amen.